T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. WTIC. Bada bing, bada boom. It's the Todd Feinberg Show. I think you need to listen to the voice of reason. Reason. We're always streaming on the Odyssey app. It's WTIC News Talk 1080. Thank you, Todd, and God bless America. It's the Todd Feinberg Show right now. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Later. Good afternoon. You hear this uh, sound of the cop? The cop screaming at the woman? It's so weird how upset he was. He was totally freaked out because she drove by him. He's standing in the middle of the road and um, next to his cruiser, I guess, and, and directing traffic because the traffic signal wasn't work, working in Waterbury. And he, and he freaks on the woman because she didn't, I don't know what was wrong with her. She didn't see him trying to stop her. Uh, maybe she was just looking the other way, but but then I don't know what was wrong with him. He went totally ape on her, chased her down the street on foot, screaming for her to stop. It, it was quite re- quite remarkable. Pull over! But the guy, he's a seven-year veteran, and they fired. They fired him. All right, he's caught up to her now. Pull in the parking lot! We're in this parking lot right now. Pull over! <laughs> pull over now! No, pull over, goddammit! I'm not repeating myself. Get out of the roadway and pull over! It's amazing that he never... Comes, it will it takes a long time for him to calm down. Maybe 10 minutes. Turn the car off. Oh, for him already. I got one minute to stop. He's called the registrations now. He's called for a backup. He's waiting for the backup to get there. He's so. Did you not see this bright yellow vest standing in the middle of the street? No, I did. I thought you were leaving. No, this means stop. This means stop. I didn't see that until I was already passing. And then you still drove by me. I'm so sorry, sir. License and registration now. Okay. No, license and registration okay. now. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, You almost ran over an officer standing in the sorry. middle of the street. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize what was going on. That was very confusing. It's a bright yellow jacket standing in the middle of the street. What don't you understand? No, no, they weren't. You were the only vehicle coming from that way. You almost ran me over in the middle of the street. I'm, I'm... 
So both of them are inexplicable to me. She is she is uh, arguing with him and talking. I mean, she's being nice and saying, I'm sorry, officer. But she's saying I didn't see she she's clueless to the idea that this man is enraged. This police officer is enraged and to just be quiet. But um, so she seems clueless. And then he's got so much. I don't understand why he got fired, though. Seven years on the force. Why is he get fired for yelling at a woman? He's it, all right. It's out of line, but they protect people's jobs when they when they shoot people inappropriately. So this guy yells inappropriately and he loses his gig. What's what's that all about? Why wouldn't they send him to training? You know, to uh, anger management they call it. What happened to anger management? That seems like the thing to do, doesn't it? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Anger management. Why does he get busted? Anybody know anything about this? Any direct information? Fred in Middletown, you know anything? Fred? Hello? Yes, Fred, you're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me turn my radio off. Yeah, real quick, uh, I think you nailed it. I mean, that's absurd that this guy gets fired for that, where they protect someone, does the union for, you know, some ridiculous shooting. Uh, but what I called to say was about why he's freaking out. You just made a bigger point before I got on. Uh, why he's freaking out is when she drives by him, kind of his whole authority paradigm on the line. I'm thinking the same thing with the Eric Garner, uh, the chokehold death. Oh, like he can't stand being ignored. Well, he doesn't necessarily know. It's as if ignored. We don't know. Well, that's how he takes it. Yes, he interprets her driving by. And by the way, he didn't appear to be in any danger. You watched the video? No. Oh, okay. When when I see. The fact that she doesn't obey his command. Yes, yes, I got you. But now it's all on the line. His whole ego thing of being a cop. Yeah, the whole thing and, you know, the fate of Western civilization, the rule of law. (laughs) With that Eric Garner thing, a key thing in that, and of course the fellow should have been charged with some kind of homicide or reckless manslaughter immediately, that Panatello fellow there. The, uh, Wait, which one was Eric Garner? Is that the... Uh, uh, he was selling cigarettes supposedly out on... Uh, uh, in New York Staten City? Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gentrifying neighborhood, and they were trying yep. to get people like him out of there, I guess. So... Uh, and he wasn't even selling cigarettes that day, supposedly. But uh, suppose, assuming he is selling Lucy's, you know, an ATF infraction, mm-hmm. they're not getting their taxes. So a cop starts bothering him. They're, they're you know, interacting, and he's, he's saying, no, it stops here. Like, he just wasn't going to step for the routine. And at that point, like, the cop, like, escalated unto death, you know, because he saw, like, the whole thing on the line and in a sense you know any time you know the slightest little thing you know if you played it out to just that just about yeah so you're just a, a blow to the ego he can't cope with his authority being questioned or ignored or whatever yes now real quick closing point as mm-hmm. far as him getting fired i see that just as another like get the cops on their back feet pardon the cliche but the whole george soros DAs letting criminals loose, defund the police, uninsure the police, all this police accountability. 
you know, with the jailbreak act, you know, let everyone out of prison just to get the police backed up, backed up, backed up for the purpose of ultimately just taking down American society. And I'll Fred, thank it. you very much. Nice to talk with you. Appreciate hearing from you. Joe in Newington next. Hey, Joe. Hi, how's it going? What's up? Waterbury has a long history of ego trips. I, I think it's kind of messed up that a Waterbury officer gets arrested for screaming at somebody on a private road job that doesn't follow his command, but they have chiefs, lieutenants, sergeants, and officers on a daily basis that violate people's First and Fourth Amendment rights. And there's video to prove it. Waterbury PD has more lawsuits against them for violation of rights than anything else that they do. So there's a cultural problem there with management, you think? In Waterbury, from the chief all the way down, absolutely. Okay. That's good to know. Have there been other incidents? And, and if there, by the way, if, if there's this kind of culture problem, why would they fire him? You think they're overly, they've gotten in so much trouble, they have to be overly cautious? I think now, because of all the lawsuits that people are putting against the Waterbury Police Department, now it's time that they want to react and, and say, okay, people, we're doing for you. We're actually going to work for you when they Got haven't it. followed that history in forever. But you can YouTube Waterbury Police First Amendment audits mm-hmm. and watch how many people get arrested for standing on a public sidewalk because they're filming an officer, which is completely legal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember those stories now. Thank you, Joe. Eight six zero five two two wtic George in Canton, you still exist. Well, greetings, Todd. Well, Hello there, George. <laughs> I actually just called Tom an, an hour or so ago, but... Uh, I missed no, it. I'm out here. In my old age, I'm learning to listen more and speak less. Well, that's too uh, bad. But Well, I don't know. It, it, uh, I mean, how much does it really matter? But here's my observation. First of all, I, I look at road rage where people uh, are at their limit with maybe a job they don't like or they got fired or they had a fight with their wife or they're feeling powerless. Now, you take this cop, what must it be like, Todd? Think about this. When you're working a job where you know the people you work for don't have your back. Mm-hmm. You're and talking about the, the new paradigm over the last few years well, since yes, George the, Floyd. The over, yeah, yeah. The fact, and, and the fact that the people you are hired to protect us from, which mm-hmm. would be called the bad guys, <laughs> they want to shoot you, and the people you work for don't want to back you up. Well, that's a good that's a good theory, and it, it certainly applies to the society as a whole. We don't know if that's operative here. So it could be a guy who's also working, uh, maybe he's worked, hasn't slept in three days because he's working so much overtime. Well, the, but the whole, there's a shortage of cops. This guy has seven years. This is not a fireable offense under any circumstances, to my way of thinking, but I think it sends a message to everybody on the force out there. That we don't have your back. Yeah, I I think that's a really good point. And look at the eggshells that you were walking on. I'll tell you what, and I swear I mean this, if I was a cop, I'd be putting, I'd be sending my resume down to uh, DeSantis in Florida or somewhere else where they're going to give me a big <laughs> hug when I show up, and I'd give Ned Lamont the old Italian, uh, or, or what do they call it, the uh, uh, 
the salute, the, the middle finger salute as I left this state. You imagine yelling. He said she could have hit him. He's got a, he's got a family. I'm, and he's frustrated. Yes, uh, no. but that 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 isn't reflected in the video. He was overreacting based on the video. Well, but my goodness, Todd, who wouldn't? I'm a self-employed man for 46 years, and and to think of some of these people working in jobs. I, when I go into restaurants or stores, the attitude reflected by the people working in there, which generally speaking isn't, I love what I do and I'm happy to see you, customer. No. We're living in trying times. Yeah. Well, that is true, George. Thank you for the call. I'm glad your voice is sounding good. You sound good. And it's good to hear your voice. Quick break. We'll talk more coming up. WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, I just in awe of this sound. It's it's like dropping in on the whole experience. Let me just play a little more before we uh, take some more phone calls. Leave your purse in the car. Because the guy just doesn't let Where go. Where do you work? I work for a clothing company in California. What are you doing here today? I'm going to Target. You're going to Target? Yeah, to do a pickup. What is such an important factor that me standing in the middle of the street Sir, stopping you... And you try to run me over. Sir, I swear. <laughs> and then you looked at me, you waved at me, and I, then you kept going anyway. I, I swear I was not trying to run you over. I thought you were, the cars were going. I'm telling you to stop in the middle I of the street. And hand. you wave at me I, and keep going. I, I saw your hand before, and I, it was too late to stop. And no, it wasn't. You were doing 10 I'm miles sorry. an hour, and you still drove by me. I'm so, you didn't even sir. attempt to stop your car. Sir. You're lucky you're not in handcuffs right this second. I'm very sorry, sir. I really Explain to my kids why why they don't have a dad sir. a week before Christmas because you're trying to run somebody over. So in his mind he's 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 dead already and and she's explaining to the kids why it happened. But but <laughs> so he was a little over the top. She was a little bizarre and I don't know how she didn't I don't know how she didn't see him. Well, it you know, it's it's possible to. I've had cops yell at me, not like that, but because they were just too high strung, and overreacted to the situation. That's what I see happening here. But on the other hand, I don't know why a guy with seven years on the Waterbury Police Department is being fired because he's got anger management problems. When you can shoot people inappropriately and not get fired, you can kill people inappropriately and knock on fire. So it, it, it's just weird. I wish I knew more, but I wish that it would release details on this thing because it's very strange. Rob is next. Hello, Rob. Yeah, hello. I'm, I'm uh, Rob licks a boot. Uh, Tom loves me, and he's probably licking that guy's boot and hope he didn't get no poo-poo on his tongue. Um, the reason, uh, so that guy was so off the hook, why didn't they drug test that passenger? Because she sounded that she was under the... Well, wait a sec. Uh, Between the two of them, how no, can no, you no, pick I'm on her to be drug tested? I'm, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Thank Why you. don't they drug test that <laughs> cop? Why don't I mean, they drug I, test everybody? Well, the thing is that they'll be fired. Um, that, that goes in, plus they carry a gun, and you shouldn't drug test anybody who carries a gun. Come on. Uh, plus, there should be no accountability. Let's get that straight centered. And um, the reason why 
Um, he may be fired. I'm speculating. Uh, the police records are shielded. So if you're a cop, from what I understand, and you beat or get into an argument with somebody, and God forbid there's a, you know mis- disorderly conduct or whatever, your records are shielded from the yeah, public. Yeah, so you're because- saying he could have uh, he could have done this a bunch of times. Exactly. And uh, like the other guy said, something about lawsuits, and that's that's another thing. These guys are just off the hook. And if this guy thinks his orange vest or his yellow vest is going to stop a tractor trailer, he, he, he should get a trade, like maybe a welder or something, or an electrician. Because, um, you know, he, he's something, and I, I God forbid, I, I, I feel pity for his wife if he does have one. Yeah, and, so uh, given his rage uh, is what you're saying, Rob. Thank you for that. 860-522-WTIC. John calling from Granby next. Hey, John. Hey, uh, real quickly, that cop in Waterbury, I'm totally supportive about the cops, uh, 99.9% of the time. But pay anything for him. Yeah, he should have been a radio talk host. He picked the wrong career where you're paid to get mad. Yeah, but, but this is, uh, you know... Uh, He's totally off the wall, and I, I don't think anger management would bring him back to a, a level of, uh, you know, normal in, in society, acceptable for a cop. Yeah, well, it's hard to say. I'm just thinking well, I think of it's all obvious the... obvious to say, based on what you hear, just, just listen to the damn tape. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. How angry he gets. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hate to have, like, like the previous caller said, I'd hate to be living in a house that he comes home to. <laughs> yes. That is, uh, that is a scary thought to have to deal with that kind of anger. On the other hand, cops' jobs, I think, contribute to that with all the, um, you know, sometimes... I know a lot of at- cops, it, it, and they get mad, but they don't get lunatic. Well, that's true. It, okay. It's hard to imagine even having the energy to do that thing. Thank you, John, for the call. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Having the energy to get that mad. Sir, you see the bright lights flashing in the middle of the street? That means you just caution. There's a cop out there. I got kids at home, and you almost ran me over a week before Christmas. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, he wasn't jumping out of the way or anything. He was watching her go by, and and then racing, running down the street after her. So he did way overreact, and and maybe he'd done this before, and that's why. Um, that's why he was fired. Seven years on the Waterbury Police Department. 860-522-9842. Okay, so what do you know about police and these kinds of situations? And this situation, perhaps? I'd love to hear from you. Rant line number 860-751-4698. More coming up after news on WTIC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Why wait? Come on. Oh, come on. Why wait? You can rant right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg Show. It's not blessing, it's red and blue. That's the top card. Yeah, you knew the big last fight. Yeah, he went on and on. He didn't let go of it. That's for sure. Until eventually the cruiser comes. And then waves at me and still tries to drive by me. Run her, please, and make sure she's valid. And now he's bossing them around, giving them her uh, license and, and, and registration, making sure she's valid. 860-522-9842. 860-522-9842. How do you interpret this? A little bit of insanity. Ken and Meriden. Hi, Ken. Hey, Todd. How are you doing today? What's up? Um, just want to say I'm not defending the officer because for, just from what I've heard being on hold, uh, he was a little over the top. But the one point I want to try to make here without sounding like I'm defending him is that he was probably trying to drive home the point to the girl, regardless of whether he could have jumped out of the way or couldn't have jumped out of the way or whatever the case was. If he's wearing a vest, if he's a cop, if he's out directing traffic, doesn't matter if he's a cop. He could be somebody on a utility crew or whatever. They're wearing vests on the street, and nine times out of ten, the reason they almost get hit it's because people aren't paying attention anymore. It doesn't matter if they're driving 10 miles an hour. It doesn't matter if they're driving 30 miles an hour. They're just not paying attention anymore. And I think the point that he was trying to make and the, the girl that he was talking to sounds like she was a young girl. I think he was trying to drive home the, the point that, you know, hey, I got a family at home and you almost ran me over. No, I think he was freaked out when he he was yeah. uh, she trig- totally triggered him for whatever yeah, reason. If it was an ego like reason said, or a fear reason or whatever. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not trying to defend him. But for the callers that you've had since I've been on hold that are saying, "Oh, you know, I know cops. I I've been with cops. My friends talk to me and all this other stuff." Unless you've actually done the job. You can't say just from what your friends tell you because they're telling you half the story. The cops Unless, are telling you half the story? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the cop, yeah, or they might be embellishing the story. Well, I think there I'm is not, a perspective not, issue with, with a, a police. For example, I often lose, the, lose sight of the hand in the air. Often they don't wear gloves. 
and they're holding up their hand to tell you to stop, and you can't see their hand. It's it's like washed out with the background, and they there's this attitude that um, everybody's seeing things through their perspective, and I, you know, the the professional police officer, the law enforcement guy, should understand that it can be confusing. The woman said she was confused that she didn't understand that he was signaling for her to stop. At the beginning, she says, I thought you were waving me on. And that just triggers him more. Unfortunately, even if we saw the body cam video, unless we see his hand out in front of the video camera, we're not going to know if he held his hand up or if he was waving her to move out. No, you're right. The the perspective... I, I can say... I can say, a couple of years ago, I, wor- I was working school security, and I did have to direct traffic, uh, and it was down the southern part of the state. We had uh, roughly every day for drop- school drop-off, we roughly had 800 vehicles come on the property. And because I was out there directing traffic, I would wear neon orange or neon green gloves to direct traffic and I still had parents almost run me over really because they're not they're not paying attention well there is a lot of that there's no doubt Ken that a lot of people are not paying attention while they're on the roads thank you for making that point let's talk to Mark in West Hartford hey Mark hey Todd I think the last caller was referring to you've heard it before verbal judo but usually it's involved with, like, uh, if a cop's by himself for a little while with three or four bad thugs that he might think one of them has a weapon, he might, you know, swear at them, keep your hands behind your ass, and that stuff. And they also use verbal judo to drive a point home. But I think this was beyond that. But here's what I'm hoping you could do. You're good at getting guests. Try to find a mental health expert to come on, whether you play the audio of this incident or another one, Somebody who might uh, specialize in uh, the mental health of police and policing, because what I saw, I I don't even listen to the words. I listen to the behavior. I've witnessed it many times, you know, in public, even towards myself. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was a firefighter. Why would anybody freak out at me? But a lot of times I question, does society really care about mental health? We've talked about it before, whether it's a, a Karen video where we have that white suburban mom freaking yeah. out because her coffee is too cold. Yeah. And, and you're looking at somebody having, it's just like any other disorder. There's certain spectrums of breakdowns. So when I hear this cop doing that, I'm there like, listen, there are some cops that are jerks. So listen. Yeah, I'm but what are you hearing when, what are you hearing when you hear him talking? Oh, I, I hear somebody just desperate to vent whatever emotion he has hidden inside. This lady was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Whether it was her or somebody who spit on the sidewalk in front, somebody was going to get yelled at, whether it was that day or the next week or the following week. But this is somebody. So, so police, you know, and you probably know this, to get on the job, you know, it's pretty extensive testing. They take a psych test, which is, it's, it's pretty rigorous. But then, you know, what happens after you get hired? They don't have any annual site testing. They don't make them sit down. The unions are that powerful. Where sure, you once know, you're you in, you're in for life. Once you're in, you're in. And you know, one time I was on the highway, and we were on a, we would go on the highway all the time for accidents. And it was a state trooper, long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. He yelled at everybody rubbernecking the accident. 
Yeah. And I went to another state trooper. I go, does he do this? All? They go, he's been doing this for years. And I go, does, it doesn't seem to work, does he? He goes, oh, don't even bother. Like, don't even joke with him. And the guy screamed that. Probably I saw him scream at 100 cars. Imagine. Oh, look this way. Scream. You know, that was a guy who needed some kind of intervention. There was yeah, because obviously wrong. he was. he just needed to vent. He wanted to yell at people. He did, and and so I, I, you know, if like I said, I'm sure there's somebody in the mental health field that n- has knowledge of what we're witnessing. I would like to know myself, to be honest with you, because because I witnessed it, you know, in Hartford. All right, know, Mark, like, hang on a sec. So, so you are a firefighter. Do you have yeah. this sense about police officers that there is a certain appeal for certain people? that is based on their egos needing that badge, wanting that gun on their hip? I'm going to say, listen, I, my, my son's a cop, my nephew's in heart. I, I can't really buy into these. It, my brother was a cop. You know, I know a lot of their friends. I have other family members. I'm not saying they're not out there, but, man, do we broad brush that. We just think that they want to put on that uniform and badge and they want to go out and conquer the world. And let me tell you. Well, I'm just saying, there, I think there's an element, going. and maybe this guy's one of those guys who, who and the, the one you're talking about, screaming at everybody. You know, how, how can you be so inflexible, your ego be so inflexible, that you're going to be so enraged that people look at accidents when they drive by? That's what people do. They look at accidents. And it, that's what causes traffic jams, is people slowing down to take a look when they get their turn. I got it. I guess I really, and again, getting back to an expert, maybe they can, does this ego develop over time? Well, that could I be. I mean, do they call out? Because it's, I mean, even for me, there's orals. you got to sit. They, they go, I mean, you get beat up pretty bad, mm-hmm. and they try to weed out all this stuff. But that doesn't mean they could either put on a good act, or maybe they really were as sane as sane could be. In five, six years, Waterbury is a cesspool. Can you imagine what somebody sees in seven years? I don't know if he had the night shift. I don't know if the quadrant he was in was like the most depressed area of Waterbury. Because let me tell you, I was in, I, I was in on, I was on Sigony Street. And any firefighter in Hartford will tell you, I was at Engine 5. They still can't believe I did 23 years there. I saw <laughs> things I couldn't even make up in my head. And that's a firefighter. Imagine what a cop sees. Yeah. No, it, it must you be know, amazing they, they what they see. see and, and who knows, like, how effective. But. You know, again, do we really care? Here's the bottom line. As a society, with these commercials, on TV, everywhere, do we really care about mental health? Because I don't think so. I well, think it's just a little feel-good thing. It depends on who you mean by we. Thank you for the call, Mark. Good to get your input yeah. always. It depends on who you mean by we, whether we can give an answer to that question or not. I think average people given the chance, would say, yeah, I would rather that these guys get reviews and that they make sure they're okay mentally, that they're prepared to handle the stress of the job because it's stressful. But whether the institutions, whether the political system, like you say, it's a rigged system. Once you get your job, uh, you're there for life. So part of the trade-off is they don't pay any attention to you. That's my feeling. Can anybody tell me different? Dave in Bristol. Hi, you're on WTIC. No, Todd, you're absolutely correct. They need to be evaluated. You know, I, I had an incident 
uh, and most people know this in Bristol, going on 72. Now, my car had broken down. I worked in Hartford. Had broken down. I had to have it towed all the way back to Bristol. And then again, they said it was okay, and I was on my way home. It went, de- it went dead again. So they said it was something wrong with the computer, and then it was this. I went to go on, and my car would just start to sputter, and next thing you know, it would die. So I went to go on 72, and I started to go on a, a lane, and I said, uh-oh, it's starting to happen. So I pulled across. Well, he got right behind me, and there's a state police, told me pull, told me pull over on 72, and then he jumps out of the car. He doesn't have his hat on, and he has the same kind of haircut I have, no hair, and he starts screaming, get on the ground. I said, what the hell is he talking about? Get on the ground. Wait, get was, on the this, ground. was this a cop who had been with you previously who knew the situation? Or just a random cop happened no, to be No, it was just a, ran, a random stop. Okay. And he, I, I pulled the window down a little bit because I was, I was worried because he grabbed his gun. And I said, officer, what, he's giving me a rest. So I gave it to him, and he went back to the car. So I said, what the hell is he doing? So now I got out of the car, and I went over because he was in his car. And I said, officer, what's the problem? And he said to me, do you see you are reckless driving? I says, reckless driving? I had trouble in my car. I said, I got built. He, he wouldn't listen. I went to, before the uh, prosecutor, and I said, I explained to him, gave him, and I said, Mr. Prosecutor, he, he was road rage. That officer was road rage. I said, I don't care what anybody t- tells me. I so said, he I'm, was I'm triggered, and, and he could not listen to what you were trying to tell him. Uh, he, wouldn't li- he wouldn't listen at all. He had nothing to do with what I was going to say. Again, these officers are under a lot of stress. My father-in-law was a cop for 30 years and a beat in Hartford that most cops would be afraid to go. Mm-hmm. It was incredible where he was. Now, again, I understand what they go through, and I was in public safety. I was a director at a college. Well, the but point it, is they're supposed to be able to deal with it. Exactly right. Exactly. you, you got to... You got to treat everybody the way as if they were your grandmother or if they were your grandfather. Is that the way you would talk to them? Come on, that's baloney. Because if I you are, they're under stress. If you're personalizing this, you can't survive the job. You have to have your internal shock absorbers working, Dave. Thank you for the call, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Quick break. More talk coming up. WTIC. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, we're talking about this Waterbury cop who's all bent out of shape because a woman doesn't stop when he signals her. He's mad. A week before Christmas, I almost get ran over. He's mad. George and Vernon, what do you think? Oh, yes, I uh, disagree with the officer. I mean, uh, I think he took advantage of the woman. I wonder if he would would have reacted the same way if it was a gentleman on a motorcycle with a Hell's Angels jacket on him, uh, if he would uh, explode that way. And also, working on roads and bridge uh, highways, I wonder if the uh, the setup or the uh, land closure was set up the right way. Uh, just wondering if he would react the same way to somebody that's uh, 250 pounds uh, with a with a uh, Hell's Angels jacket. Yeah, it's a good question. It's hard to know. He might be gentle with them. He might be tougher with them. But I I expect oh, he, 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 would, he would be tougher with them. Well, I, I don't know. Anything's possible. 
I don't know how we can assume one way or the other, but but I I guess I if I were putting money down, I'd be on your side of that one that he'd be a little more cautious with a man, and uh, who knows what's driving him psychologically to be so upset? Very strange situation. Thank you, George. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Always calm is Mark Christopher. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.